You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, all you friendly Force users, and welcome to another episode of the Echo Station Podcast. Um, I am your host, Chris. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Ian. Hello, everybody. And we're broadcasting live to you. Well, not live, but we're broadcasting to you from Isolation Land. Uh, Hopefully we can bring you some interesting tidbits to listen to, something to brighten your mood, something to distract you, you know. Yeah, we, at least where I'm at, we are officially under... A stay-at-home order as of this coming Tuesday, so by the time this episode comes out, I will be in a stay-at-home order. But I can't do that because I work at a bank, so that's fun. Because you are essential. I am essential to the to Did the world. Did you know that? You're so essential. I'm essential. Do I want to be? Not really, no. but I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, as you all figured out and as we tweeted uh also our planet comic-con uh panel had to be postponed because planet comic-con itself had to be postponed uh we did talk about that briefly and i think our yeah. last episode saying if we're there we're there if not sorry and no. we um, are sorry life got postponed like like literally yeah Every, everything everything so <laughs> planet comic-con does have new dates it is in august uh august 14th 15th and 16th so that's if everything still goes as planned with yeah. what's happening in the world. That could be canceled again for all we know. I don't um, know. Also, unfortunately, that's the week before the current schedule for Celebration. Yes. So. No, yeah. two weeks before, I think. Well, yeah. Either way, there's a good chance that I may not be there. I don't know. We'll see. Everything is up in the air right now. Everything is up in the air. Yeah, there's a good chance that Celebration might be canceled, might be moved. We don't know. So. Yeah. We'll have to, We're, we'll see. I know things are getting really real, really real, real fast in LA, yeah. so. Uh, hopefully they can get that shit locked down by the summertime. Uh, who knows, though? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, it's scary out there, but we are keeping calm and collective cool heads. Uh, that means that we will hopefully be able to bring you some more fun episodes, like Chris said, uh, because we got nothing better to do but to... <laughs> Episodes. Yeah, and we could, we, you know, we're shooting some ideas for content, and we'll yeah tweet them at you, and we'll keep you guys up to date. We'll figure something out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Uh, but so first off, let's start with some Star Wars news. We haven't had that in a while. Uh, what what kind of major possible thing happened? Well, so this is a big one, and it's got all of the uh, the interwebs, all of Twitter. Yes, and remember, we're taking it by a grain of salt as well. This is not yes. confirmed by anyone yet. It's it's been it's been like watching a tennis match. People being like, "Oh, it's confirmed." No, it's not confirmed. Oh, it's confirmed. No, it's not confirmed. I okay, know. I don't so, know what ball is in what court right now. Yeah. So we've we've touched on this before, but Rosario Dawson has been the name that has been thrown around for a live action Ahsoka, and the current I don't know what what we're gonna call it, the current rumor. Is that it's official? She will be live action Ahsoka for Mandalorian season two. Which you would think something like that for a character like that 
that would not be breaking on the internet. You would find that out via the show itself. Like, you know how they kept raps for Baby Yoda? Like, this would be something that would keep huge raps on. Like, I don't think they would just let this slip like this. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know, because so, I thought about that, but also, like, the difference with Baby Yoda is that Baby Yoda wasn't a person. So, I don't know. Maybe it was easier to keep under wraps because it was just a puppet? I, I honestly, I don't know. Um, the other thing that occurred to me is like, well, but aren't they done? Aren't they done filming? Yes, they were done filming about, I think, a month ago. So, why are they talking about this now? I, It's weird. It's, yeah, it's very kind of... Mm, I yeah. don't know. Like, if this was just like just something to get people, you know, hyped or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it so could maybe... also be a brief cameo, like she appears in like in a hologram or something. Like, sure. it doesn't even, you know, they could be fooling with us. Or maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's season three. Yeah. Uh, it's... Maybe maybe they just already greenlit season three. I mean, look at this point, they probably already did. Let's be honest. Sure. Uh, I don't. <sighs> Until we get an official message from either Dave Filoni, John Favreau, or like the StarWars.com website, I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. I can't. And I there, can't get my hopes up like that. Absolutely. And there have been an alarmingly large amount of crickets from that direction. Yes. So I, I don't have I don't have a ton of faith, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. I don't either. Yeah. I've well, heard crazier things. I have. Oh, for sure. But Everything it, is crazy right now. We live in crazy times. Yes. Uh, so if Ahsoka does appear in season two, I will be ecstatically pleased. Yes. Uh, if she doesn't, then I know that the internet is full of lies. <laughs> well, this is also true. So, you know, it's just whatever. Yep. Um. So that's about it, actually, for the Star Wars news and rumors. Uh, not a whole lot has been, you know, coming out just because of... Things being hold, put on hold for production-wise and whatnot. Uh, we don't know if the Cassian series is going to actually be filmed this year or not. Oh, yeah. We don't know about the Obi-Wan series still. So it's all kind of just up in the air. We got nothing. Hmm. That's just it. We just got nothing. I know, no. Every, everything, <laughs> everything is topsy-turvy. I just I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> it is. We've but all lost okay. our minds, Alice. That's okay. We're, we're you know, we're, we're keeping calm. We're going to carry on. Everything's gonna be fine. Yes, and on wash that your hands, note, people. I have a yes. Wash your hands wash for your the, at least hands. twenty seconds. Uh, you can sing the whole Jedi Rocks number, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, that works too. Uh, so I have a little bit of a uh, of an article for you know what we learned in the Star Wars universe because mm-hmm. we haven't learned anything in the Star Wars universe in a while. True, it's been a while. So. My uh, article that the randomized generator on Wikipedia pulled up is a character by the name of Tay Hao. Tay Hao. T E Y H O W. And Hao. Uh, so, do you know who this person is? I, I don't. Should I? Okay, so, well, yes, you've seen them in the prequels. Uh, mm. do you remember the female Nemoidian with the weird headgear on in the droid control ship? Vaguely? Like the one that, you know, uh, is like sitting in the seat and basically, excuse me, piloting it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's that person. That's Tay Hao. Ta-da! 
they have a name. Because everybody uh, has a yeah. name in the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this character um, is a female cyborg Nemoidian. Mm. Yes, those goggles and the the mouth apparatus are all, like, hooked into her. So, she had, it, they're called data goggles, and they allow direct communication to the ship itself. So, like, she's just, like, plugged into the ship, basically. Weird. So, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, she's the one who, uh, you know, just sits there and is, like, um, giving you updates, and then at the very end, she blows up with everyone else. And she dies. <laughs> yeah, and dead. And that's um, the end one of little- Tay How. One little fun fact, she was voiced by Amanda Lucas. So she Why was does that name by... sound familiar? That's George's daughter. Oh! <laughs> it's like, wait, uh, who? Why does that name sound familiar? Oh boy. Yeah, she's the adopted one. Hmm. That's cool. So she is. She, what? She had more than one role. Did she have a walk-on role then? Yeah, she was in episode one for the voice of Tehao. She was in episode two and then episode three. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Helps to have a cool dad. It does. Gets to do cool things named cool dad. I bet she had a ton of fun. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's just very funny. Does that name sound familiar? <laughs> Dude, I told you. I'm a little spacey right now. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just very funny. Uh, So that's what we learned in the star wars universe we learned about tay how nemoidian cyborg pilot went kablooey oh rest in pieces yeah r r i p um so uh our topic of episode today by the way guys is that we are uh reviewing the bad batch arc uh the bad batch arc wrapped up uh soka's arc has just started for the clone wars uh, so we're going to be talking about the Bad Batch arc, maybe tease a little bit of Ahsoka, that we, what we've seen so far. Uh, but before we do that, we have a little message from our sponsors. And we're back. Hello. Huzzah. Oh, hello. Uh, so, yeah, Bad Batch arc has ended. Uh, we got some really cool clone action in these, uh, four episodes. Uh, for those who don't know, we already did the review on episode one of this arc, uh, a few episodes ago, so go ahead and check out that. satisfying four-episode arc. Yeah. Um, so let, let's get your hot take on it. What do you think of this arc? Um, I like it. I think it was a good reintroduction into the series. You know, it, it, um, set the pace. It, um... It gave us a it gave us a good look at where we were going with Anakin and the Jedi, especially with Anakin. You know, some little bits of that dark side creeping in, some mm-hmm. very questionable choices on his part. Um, you know, some more conflict, personal conflict between him and Obi Wan. Um, you know, him hiding his relationship with Padme. Uh, we get Which to isn't really hidden. Yeah, like, you know, it's like Peter Parker, like, everybody knows who Peter Parker is. Like, everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Everybody knows that Anakin and Padme are boinking. Everybody knows this. Not boinking. You're not gonna... 
<laughs> well, that too. Oh boy. That too. Oh, that was very funny. <laughs> anyway, you know, the medical Star Wars term, boinking. Boinking. Yeah. Oh it's boy. Than, I don't know. You know, you you put on some, put on some cool jizz and pour a hot glass of blue milk and see what happens. Oh boy. <laughs> anyway, so we see Padme in the last outfit we ever see her in alive. So apparently she doesn't really have that much of a maternity wardrobe. Um, you also see like a light baby bump too, which is yeah. very like, oh. So let, oh. let's talk about this Padme scene real quick because, so did you watch the original animatic of this episode or no? I did not. Okay, so... Dave Filoni said that Padme is hardly in this season. I think this might actually be her only scene. Hmm. Because while he said, you know, Padme is important to the Clone Wars, her main story was told through episodes one, two, and three. Yeah, true. Uh, so, you know, as much as it's she's important in the Clone Wars, he had to be very, you know, nitpicky on what to show for this final season. And the only Padme content that we were going to get was originally she was painted on the nose of the Bad Batch's ship. Yeah, that would have been adorable. She was in like the sexy kind of like 50s pinup, you know, look, but she was in her senator outfit. That's funny. But she was showing like, you know, full thigh, full like everything. And Anakin, well, Anakin saw it on the ship and he's like, the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And the Bad Batch is like, you know, yeah, she, they're, she's our favorite senator. And they're like, she can, you know, uh, uh, bring me diploma or do something with diplomacy any day. And Anakin's like, I hate this. I hate this so much. So, you know, Dave Filoni was like, I don't want that to be the only Padme scene in this final season. Yeah, that would be a little... Hmm. I, I don't want that to be the only thing that, you know, people think of Padme in this season was that she was nose art for a bunch of clones. So he went in and wrote this scene between Anakin and Padme, and it's a beautiful scene. Yeah, I really like uh, it. You know, it's, you know, she is, you know, reaffirming Anakin, you know, to trust Rex, just as Rex trusts him. Uh, you know, they're talking and, you know, how they miss each other and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and then, you know, Rex is so awkwardly you know guarding super awkwardly covering for him (laughs) it is the funniest thing ever because rex is like no i'm i'm hello i do not know what he's doing in there Mm -mm. there's nothing happening nothing at all nope go about your business yeah yeah so so obi-wan comes around he's like why where's where's anakin yeah and he's like why is he in there What's like, he just doing in there? Yeah, it's just like, he could have, it's the funniest thing ever. He's like, yeah. nothing, he's not doing anything. Don't worry about it. It's, and then after don't... all of that, Anakin comes out, and Obi-Wan's like, how's Padme? Or like, give my best to Padme, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give my best to, and so it's like, does he know that Anakin and Padme are in a relationship? Of course he knows. I that kind of solidifies you know them knowing, and that was a huge thing for the Clone Wars fans because I saw like a bunch of there's a bunch of like reaction like clips on YouTube of that scene. 
everyone's like, what? He knows. Wait, was that ever questionable? I always, I always thought that was obvious. No, I, because in episode three, you don't, no, he never, he doesn't, the only thing that he, you know, thinks, he goes, you know, Anakin's the father, isn't he? When he goes to confront Padme after Anakin, you know, kills all the younglings. He never suspects that really Anakin and Padme are a thing. Hmm. Really? But, you know, Obi-Wan knows about love because with him and Satine and whatnot, but. Weird. Yeah, he never, I I never got the impression that he, like, knew until just now. I don't think he knows they're married. Yeah. I think he knows that they are, you know, in. Carrying on. Yes. But I don't think he knows the full thing. I just know that he knows that there's some fiddly diddling happening. Well, for a bunch of empaths, they're pretty blind. I know. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> it's like, y'all can't see, like, right, right in front of you? Okay. Uh, but, so, that was a great part to this arc. I really yeah. liked it. It was a very sweet moment. You know, with, a, with an arc that has a bunch of action and kind of heavy-hitting, like, yes, you know, very mind control. Heavy. That little note was very, you know, it's a nice little breather. Mm-hmm. Uh... You know, so let's so let's talk about kind of like the main focus of this whole arc, which is Echo. Yeah, so we uh, we figure out that Echo may or may not be alive, and he's being held by the Separatists. So we're going on a rescue mission. Yay! Yeah, we're going on a rescue mission um, to this planet that's named the name I there. Skekel Minor. Thank you. Um, that is inhabited by, um, the Navi, and there's, um... Not the Navi! (laughs) And they're mining for unobtainium, and... Oh, was this not Pandora? I'm sorry. No, come come back now. Come back. (laughs) Uh, no, they're called the Politex. And they were tall, gentle, noble savages. Oh, boy. Come on, man. Oh, Tell boy. me you didn't see the <laughs> Okay, Fern Gully. Tell me you didn't see the parallels here. They even had the flying alien monsters. Oh no, I, I saw some parallels. That they rode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so oh, they, they they get attacked. Was Sigourney by them. Weaver there too? Did I miss her? She was probably somewhere. I don't know. She was <laughs> Obi Wan. Obi Wan was Sigourney Weaver. Okay. That way, there you go. I will watch that in a heartbeat. There's there's that parallel. Um but yeah, so Anakin and Obi Wan are leading um Wait, was Obi Wan here? I... No, it's just Anakin. Was he going mine? No, Obi Wan. Because remember, not. yeah, Obi Wan's like the Council won't right, know, right, right. Yeah. confirm this this attack. So yeah, no. So if you just, do it, just, you're on your own. It's Anakin, Rex, and the Bad Batch. Yes. Um. Off to save the day. So they get yeah, they get to this planet. They encounter these indigenous guys, um, who obviously don't take too well to them at first, but eventually they kind of reach an agreement I, I you know i mean because i'm assuming that the separatists that are occupying the planet as well aren't being too nice to the locals yeah when they're like yeah we're here to save our friend we're not really here to do anything else yeah. they're like okay cool, yeah we don't peace. we don't care about you guys be on your way yeah um and then they go to rescue them and we see more of creepy spider general guy whose name i never remember uh the trench yeah, I don't know. Wait, they're all they're all insects. It's creepy. Why are they all insects? 
don't know. There's Admiral Trench, and then there's the um, Watt Tambor, who's the one who's actually holding Echo. Yeah. It's not It's not him. Okay, yeah, you're thinking of Trench, then. Yeah, Trench. Um, so, yeah, you know, escape, escape stuff happens. They eventually follow some clues and, and find their way to where Echo's being held, and it's kind of gut-wrenching. Um, they've got him... I... So I actually love the design of this like lab. Oh yeah, no, it's really cool. It's very kind of like uh, you know, Tesla coil and steampunk and it reminds me kind of um of Bioshock. Yeah. If anyone has played the Bioshock games, it reminds me very much kind of that. Yeah. It was a little like Bioshock feel. meets the Matrix. Yeah. And they've got uh, they've got poor Echo plugged right too. in. Yes, and so poor Echo is like in it, he's like in this casing, and they open it up, and he just like flings forward, and he looks terrifying. Oh, he's all pale and withered, and very, just, I mean, he, he looks like a corpse. You can tell that they've been sucking him dry. Well, half of him is missing too. Yeah, like his arm is missing, and they replace it with a a droid doohickey. Yeah. And then his legs are missing and they replace it with, with Cybertronic legs. And then he has all these like holes that have been bored into his skull. And his so spine can, like, is there's yeah. stuff running down his spine where he's all hooked up and it's ugh. It's creepy. It's like one of those where you're like, oh. Yeah. Poor guy's gonna have some serious PTSD issues. Yeah. For sure. But they finally find him. So they cut him down and realize they can't just unplug him yeah they have to like do a whole bypass thing and all that stuff and eventually they get him out uh and they escape the station with you know fighting all these droids and whatnot which by the way i kind of like these new droids those are pretty cool the wing air support droids yeah. are very cool looking they kind of remind me of uh praying mantises yeah we got a really cool aerial battle between the droids, the winged droids, and these these creatures from the planet that they were able to kind of quasi-tame. Yes. Fly around uh, and, uh, what are they called? They're called, um, 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 I know the name, Karadax. Sure. That's a fun word. That's a fun word. Uh, so finally they go back to the, to the, to the Navi tribe, and <laughs> they're like, hey... We gotta leave now, and they can't because they send these huge octo-droid things. Well, suddenly it's War of the Worlds. Yeah. Those, those things were crazy. I love their look. They're so cool. Yeah, I really liked it. I think I thought it was a an interesting kind of, like, meshing of AT-AT technology with Separatist technology. We see them briefly in episode three for like a shot. And then we see them more in a, you know, previous Clone Wars episodes and the Clone Wars movie that came out in 2008. But these like look bigger for some reason and the paint job is yeah. different and the laser beams are different. So uh, again, season seven is kicking it out of the park with these, with the lighting, with the cinematography for these episodes. Yeah. Like, I want to know, like, just where their budget is because, like, money-wise, because it's fantastic. Uh, it's Disney budget. It Well, yes. So, uh, all the money. So, all the money's in the world. 
Uh, but these droids come and attack the village, and the the village the villagers are like, "Hey, you asshole said you were just gonna you know take this guy away, but yeah, you're bringing the war to us." And they're like, Ugh, "Our bad, sorry." Yeah. So now they're in on this, unfortunately. Yes. And they're like, "We don't have weapons. We have clubs and pointy sticks. That's it. They have Ewok weapons, and that's it." Hey, that worked out pretty well last time. It did. And it works out, it prevails this time as well. Yes. Uh, it just proves that you don't really need, you know, all these technological gadgets to destroy, you know, these droids and whatnot. All you need is plot armor. And being yeah. Uh, so eventually... <laughs> uh, so, you know, at the, at the very end of it, uh, they're like, well, we gotta... We gotta, you know, stop this at the source. So Anakin takes the Bad Batch up to a sh the command ship of the Separatists, and they try and, you know, reroute signals. And they're like, because we gotta stop this once and for all. Meanwhile, uh, Obi Wan and Mace Windu go to a supply depot and try and recapture that. And this is so cool. <laughs> Which I love. Mace's like, "Hey, I'm Mace Windu. I'm gonna let y'all." surrender first that was if you amazing. want that was my I'm like, favorite part of this whole what is episode. this what is happening he was like you guys probably know me by now i'm kind of kind of a big deal i've killed like a whole lot of you so i'm gonna give you a chance to just not do this and they're like nope we're gonna <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay we're gonna do this all right cool we're gonna yeah do so there's a huge like warehouse battle uh and or uh, Obi Wan and Mace Windu fight off a bunch of these droids. Uh, in the meantime, there's a covert mission, like we said, up in up in the spaces. Uh, yes. They infiltrate the ship and they try and uh, signal, trying to try and find you know different things on how to destroy destroy this this signal. Basically, they're they're basically uh, kind of using Echo against his captors. Yes, they're using him to to fuck with them yeah and eventually they find out well that signal is coming from inside the ship something's not right the call is coming from inside the house oh no uh so they activate a bomb the separatists do and uh it's it's one of those bombs that will basically destroy the planet almost so why is everybody always so planet happy like planet destroy happy what Stop destroying because, planets, Star Wars that's people. A, that's a final solution. Like, you destroy the planet, you're pretty much good. Jesus Christ. Like, you know, it's like destroying a wasp nest. You're, you're good. Final solution. Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> they're like, well, what's our final plan? Blow it up. Let's see. Nothing else is working. Let's just let's just blow up the whole planet. Let's, let's yep. just be done with this. I'm done Just with like, this. okay, I well, <laughs> so funny little side note. When... Because you said you played Empire at War, right? Yeah. Okay, so, like, whenever I would finally build the Death Star, like, if the Rebels kept on, like, you know, attacking me and, like, destroying my fleet, I would just go, nope, the Death Star to the planet and just nope. blow it up completely. <laughs> it would literally just be, like, all asteroid belts, like, in this whole entire, like, game system. And I'm like, blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up, <laughs> blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up. Because I didn't want to deal with the ground battle either, so I'm just like, blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up, blow up. Oh, okay, cool. Done. I mean, that's that's one way to deal with things. It was very funny. I'm like, all right, everything just gets blown up. Cool. It's a final solution. It works. Yep. Uh, 
so, you know, eventually uh, Echo is relaying all the information down to Mace, and he gets cut off because Emerald Trench is like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> uh, but then Anakin is very persuasive. Oh yeah, that was making Trent tell him the last number. Oof. Yeah, that was very like, oh my. Yeah, we, you could tell. We only have a handful of episodes before we get Darth Vader. Yeah, basically. Because uh, uh, Trench says, I think, something along the lines of, you know, I'm unarmed, you're a Jedi, you you have the you have morals or whatever. And Anakin's like, those don't stop me. And yeah. he's like, oh! The moment he said that, I was like, oh, you screwed. Yeah, you and then as soon as he said that too, the Darth, the Imperial March theme, you know, subtly happens in the background. I'm like, oh. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Last words, my friend. Last words. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so finally, I'm so happy that Admiral Trench died. Yeah. He was annoying me. He got blown up halfway through season, I think, two or three. And then he comes back in season six, and then he comes back in season seven. I'm like, just kill this fucking spider, please. Well, yeah, no, we have a we have a rule in my house, and it's a thou shall not suffer a spider to live. So there you go. Oh, I, that's the same rule in my house because there was a spider on my wall actually a few days ago and I didn't have anything to kill it with, so I just sprayed it with Lysol. <laughs> oh, no. Which works. Yay, now the spider can't get COVID-19. No, I, so I sprayed it, but then I turned around to get like my flip-flop to, you know, finish it off and it wasn't on the wall anymore. You fool, you've made it immune to everything and pissed it off. <laughs> and, well, I looked for the body and I couldn't find it, so I'm like, Oh my fuck. Yeah, it's coming for you tonight. It's coming for you. I, I know. So I'm just like, I literally did not get like a whole lot of sleep. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I have to, I'm hoping it just like crawled away and died in the corner that I can't find. Hopefully. Probably. Yeah. So Spider, he is dead. Admiral Trench finally died. Anakin stabbed him. Thank God. Uh, All while poor Heavy uh, is having a competition with Crosshair. I love that scene so much. Yes, that was cool. <laughs> I really love Crosshair setting up these, like, little, I guess, ricochet discs and... Oh, by the way, Heavy taking on that entire, like, leg of that um, assault thing. Oh, Um, when he's just, like, grabbing... Yeah, he's, like, hulking out, basically. Hulking out? How cool was that? I was like, whoa. That That was very fun. Serious clone engineering there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, These... this, This whole batch or this this batch this whole arc was very fun uh it does end with anakin giving the detonator to heavy saying you know here you can blow it up and because heavy wanted to blow up the ship really bad but he couldn't do it so finally gets to blow it up and the (laughs) whole the whole basically uh blockade blows up with it it's very fun very cool yes uh so the team you know lands back on the planet and you know the bad batch is like Hey, Echo, you know, if you want to come with us, you can, because you're not really a normal clone anymore. I know. They're the misfit toys. Basically, you know, the Bad Batch is like, hey, Echo, come come with us. And Echo's like, you know, well, I can't. But then Rex goes, no, you belong with them. Not yeah. because you're a freak, but because, you know, you can do so much good. And really he's touching. a unique clone now. Because he can't, you know, he can plug into all these, you know, electronic systems and get all these, you know, data files and whatnot that, you know, normal clones couldn't do. He's more machine than man now. He That's very true. 
And actually. It actually uh, is. So he goes off with the rest of Clone Force 99 on adventures. I wonder what happens with them. Yeah, like, see, that's what I was thinking too. So like, what happens to the Bad Batch with Order 66 and everything because else? Because we know Rex took out his implant and we know the two other clones that were with him and Rebels took out their implants. So like... Yeah. Are they still bouncing around the galaxy doing their thing? I wonder if the Empire uses them for, you know, covert missions. I don't know. I could, but see, I couldn't see them. I could not see if, if they had the chip removed, I couldn't see them working for the Empire. No, for for sure not, because Rex didn't, so. Yeah. But if they didn't, then yeah, maybe they're still using them, or... I don't know. Because clearly, you know, the Empire would use them for so much. They could do they could get so much done. Oh yeah, no, I mean they're obviously well proven to be extremely useful. Oh yeah. And Anakin um, knows that, so you would think that Anakin would be like, Well, we're gonna use these guys. Exactly. So I I'm kinda wondering, you know, if they'll be maybe explored in a in a comic, you know, down the road or a uh you know something. I don't know what, but uh it, it's interesting because, you know, like we said before in the very first episode that we did for the review for this arc, that they are very much like the A-team suicide squad of, of the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, you know, the Empire would have so many, you know, reasons to use them to track down rebels and, you know, assassinate people and whatnot. Yeah. Well, time will tell. We'll see. But I'm, also, I'm quite you know, curious to figure out, to see what happened to them. The Bad Batch, though, they kind of have unique personalities and unique souls they aren't you know like regular clone troopers so they kind of have their own set of morals and their own set of codes so you kind of wonder if they would obey those orders or not yeah that works against them imperial wise exactly so i don't and I, they could have been mentioned in a comic that we just don't know about that i just don't know so if they were mentioned and someone knows about it what happened to them at the very end please let us know because i'm very curious uh but so that wraps up the the Bad Batch arc, you know, four episodes of just pure clone goodness. Uh, how would you rate this arc overall? Um, like a seven. Okay. I I mean I thought you know the the clone troopers are a, a solid part of the Clone Wars. Like that's what it's about. So right. And I, I think the Bad Batch really humanizes them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And brings an interesting perspective. And seeing how they work with the Jedi. You know, and, and going back for a fallen comrade. And, you know, it was a really, it was a nice arc. I liked it a lot. I'd say, yeah, give it like a 7.58 for me. Uh, and, you know, basically the same reasons that you had. Uh, you know, not only... We talk about, you know, it's a great arc, but also, you know, it was shot beautifully, it was written beautifully, you know. It showed a side to the clones that we never really saw before in seasons one through six. Uh, and it certainly builds upon Rex's story, too, because yep. Dave Dave said that this final season basically is about Rex and Ahsoka. Mm. And that plays you know very much into that goes into play uh in the final i think maybe two or three episodes because that's when the the siege of mandalore happens yes 
<laughs> Maybe they're going to wait for the the final episodes before they tell us anything about Rosario Dawson. That would be something. That would be interesting. Uh, so, and like we said, Ahsoka's arc has officially started as well. Did you watch the Ahsoka one? I have not yet. My time... <laughs> I know it seems like almost everybody has nothing but time right now, but my time has been very limited lately. But, so tell them what you've been doing, though, real quick, because it's a um, great thing what you've been doing. Well, aside from now being a full-time teacher <laughs> to homeschooled kids, yes. um, I and my fellow members of another castle creations um we are working on hospital grade reusable sewn medical mask to send to um both la and seattle uh my sister-in-law is um uh, a nurse in los angeles and requested a bunch of masks they are completely out of masks they are in a desperate need for masks if you have masks you have medical masks please send them to your hospitals um they're really not doing you any good trust me they're not the hospitals need them um yes they are wearing bandanas so um oh then that's not gonna help much that's not helping and then i also have a friend uh, from grad school who is uh, a pediatric nurse in seattle and they are also out of masks and desperate for more masks so we have been Sewing um, masks that have uh, flexible noses. They're, you know, just like the ones that you buy in the store. Um, They have pockets in them so that you can put reusable HEPA filters inside of them. And then the mask itself can be sterilized and sanitized um, for reuse after reuse. And then you just pop it a new filter. Uh, We are trying to sew as many of these as we can. Right now we've got about 30 of them. um, And then we'll be, we'll just be shipping them out continuously basically um you know we're going we're going through our stashes we're sewers we've got all of this all of, all of these um piles of fabric and elastic and stuff and you know it really doesn't take much to put these together you, if you're if you're a pretty good seamstress tailor whatever you want to call yourself you can you can do these in about 20 minutes i was uh, gonna say is there like a specific uh uh cloth that you is it they cotton, are, is it? Yeah, they, so they prefer cotton. They're really looking for anything that will filter small particles and um, is breathable. So cotton works really well. Uh, I have a ton of random, like, licensed character cotton that I just kind of picked up every once in a while when it's on sale. So they have a bunch of Marvel and Star Wars and Disney and Pokemon and whatnot masks that are coming their way. But, so uh, yeah, yeah. If you can uh, do donate to those, um, and then if uh, is there a pattern that you were doing this off of, or what? Um, yeah, I can. Uh, we can throw the link up on um, on Twitter, and if you want to respond to us, I will send you. I made a, um, a Google Doc. I, uh, I transcribed all of the steps um, to make it a little bit easier. So. If, you, oh, cool. if you're really interested in doing this project, I will absolutely forward you the instructions. Yes, uh, we will tweet that link sometime this week uh, uh, for that and the the um, patterns as well. Uh, but I will let you know the Ahsoka stuff. So far online, I am seeing mixed reviews on it. Yeah, we'll see. Be- Who knows? Because, well, because I think people are thinking, like, when they see this Ahsoka stuff, they were thinking it's all going to be, like action in the mandalore stuff and that doesn't come into the very end oh you're talking about the new episode yeah yeah um i don't know i'm curious 
but I, I, I was this hoping was this would be more of a downtime episode, so I'm not I'm not mad about that. It is. It's a little slow, I'm not gonna lie. But like we're also introduced focused? to two Yeah. Yeah. But we're also introduced to two really cool characters that I think you will love and love the outfits for. Alright. So well, there's I'm a really the one with a really gorgeous coat. I'll just say that. <laughs> well, I'll try to get to that in the next couple of days. Uh, but yeah, so the Ahsoka ones have started, and she gets an eight-episode arc, by the way. That's amazing. She gets these four episodes of her on Coruscant, and then basically these four episodes of uh, the Mandalore stuff and the progressing conflict there. So the last eight episodes are very Ahsoka-based. Oh, I can't wait. I know it's going to be great to watch. Uh, and then like we said, well, we did a poll uh, a few weeks ago asking you guys, would you just rather do like we did for the Mandalorian and do about two or three episodes per episode to recap? Or would you rather us just do uh, the whole arc as one big episode? And I think time wise, we should just do every arc. Sure. So we'll do these four episodes in one uh, big chunk. And then, uh, the final four episodes in one big chunk. Uh, and then in between that, we'll obviously, you know, have more, you know, character spotlights. The Ventress one that we just did got great reviews and great uh, uh, feedback. So we're very happy you guys enjoyed yeah, that glad one. glad you guys liked it. Uh, and we'll, like we said, we're, we're discussing other little things to do while we are uh, quarantined, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be bringing you guys a lot more content in between these arcs because, like we said, it's every, you know, four episodes so there's some time in between arcs so we're not going anywhere with these clone wars episodes but just know that well nobody's it's gonna going to be arc based well no but uh <laughs> that, oh my god i just got that just connected with me <laughs> i can't with you uh so don't forget guys to follow us on twitter at echo station cast uh we got lots of stuff like i said coming your way soon um, if you guys have any ideas of anything that you would specifically like to hear us talk about during this, you know, long, uh, isolation that we are in, please let us know because we would love to hear your ideas. And especially, you know, if you are very passionate on some level on whatever you want to talk about, send us the idea and we can probably get behind it with ease. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and as always, you can follow me on Twitter at IR Turner or House of Turner Cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Chris, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Chris Jaded and on Twitter at The Dirt Witch. Uh, and like I said, don't forget at Echo Station Cast is our Twitter. And also, if you leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, we will shout you out on a future episode and give you all the love yes. that we can give from six feet away. So much love. So much, so much love. socially distanced love. Yeah. So that's what I mean. That's how I get my love anyway. But, you know, I'm just always socially <laughs> distant. Uh, but until next time, guys, uh, stay healthy, stay happy, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you.